and welcome to the Bad Pen Pal. This show is all about how I am very bad at keeping up with people, but am pretty okay at podcasting, so I'm using one to fix the other. I am your host, not Colin Parker, this week. My name is Sam Grezes. You may recognize me from the State Your Case podcast here on the Scavengers Network. Uh, this week, we're going a little topsy-turvy. We have all kind of swapped shows, so this is why you are hearing my voice. If you're a fan of the Bad Pen Pal, uh, so as, as I am, uh, please check out my show, State Your Case. I think you will like it. Uh, anyway, my name is Sam. Uh, Colin has asked, asked me to swap with him this week, and my guest this week is my friend Luke. Uh, Luke is a guy that we kind of talk Every four to six months, I would say, um, just to kind of have a little back and forths on, on Facebook chat. Uh, nothing super serious. Uh, I met Luke uh, when I was traveling in Europe to Barcelona. And uh, we were staying at the same hostel, this weird rock and roll themed hostel. Uh, and this was also during the 2014 World Cup. And we're both big soccer fans. So we were watching it downstairs together and we found out randomly that we both supported the same, uh, Premier League team in Everton. So we instantly bonded over that. We kind of hung out for the rest of the time we were in Barcelona and then went our separate ways. Myself back to the States and Luke back to uh, England, where he lives. So uh, I believe this is going to be the first international bad pen pal we have on the show. So I'm, I'm kind of excited for that. So yeah, Luke, if you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get right into it. Yeah, obviously, Luke uh, from the UK, um, 26, a working admin, uh, big music, mm-hmm. big music fan, Big, big movie fan, big football fan, big Everton fan. I'm going to have to get used to that. It's, it's, it's football. It is football. Oh, yeah, sorry. Not yeah. soccer. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's, that's my bad. I, I got to be on your, I got to be on your playing field here. Um, well, either way, it's, it's really, really good to have you on the show. And it's, it's like Colin says, the whole point of the show is to kind of, Catch up with people you don't you haven't talked to in a while, so I'm I'm kind of excited to to catch up because it's yeah it's me been too much it's real yeah me too yeah much. absolutely um, so why don't we get this out of the way first uh, just so that if people don't care about the blues about the toffees they can just kind of skip over this part and don't, don't, don't forget anyone does it wrong, do they? yeah yeah right I <laughs> same. Oh man, at least, I mean, so the most recent, uh, match, we tied our, our rivals in Liverpool <laughs> at a score of nil-nil, which, I mean, I guess it could be worse, right? We could have lost. Yeah, I mean, I, I was there, I mean. Oh, you were? It was. How was it? Yeah, it was, I was very hungover, so. Um, <laughs> oh no, buddy. It was, it was even worse for me. It was, it was, so, no, it was a really bad game, it was, but the atmosphere was, uh, brilliant. I hope you get to experience it one day, but the atmosphere was, was absolutely brilliant. Um, is it, yeah. is it like, is it super heated in the stands? Because so if, if you guys listening don't know, both Everton and Liverpool play at the same arena. They both play at Goodison Park. And that's why, that's part of what makes the rivalry so intense 
No, no, no. They, they play Anfield, which is like... Oh, Anfield, yeah, I'm sorry, the, yes, across, yes. Across the road. Yes. But it right. is, but they all, they all, I, know, I know you're saying they are super close, they're like across the road from each other. Um, well, just across the park, it's called um, mm-hmm. Stanley Park. Right. Um, but it, it, it depends where you sit, really. Where, where I was sat, yeah, it was it was really quite, it was quite rowdy, but I think that's... That's what you want. Isn't oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's part of the, part of the experience. I'm sure if you're hungover, it's a little bit less pleasant. Maybe. Well, I was, I was half and half. To, I was half and half. To be sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. I just, I just tried on, tried on drinking. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's nothing. Well, I went, I went, I went to, I went to a gig after the match. Oh man. Uh, I went to Birmingham. Big day. To watch the, have you heard of the vaccines? Yeah, you saw the vaccines right out. You you lived my perfect day that day, except yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know they were. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love the vaccines. Oh, that's cool. yeah, great that's amazing. So that's a that's a pretty good day. Um, I, I the the point of the story is Everton not looking very good this year <laughs> at all. No. Um, <laughs> Have you saw much of them? Yeah, season? I have. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I started watching them early on. The so the big news early this season was we got Wayne Rooney back. The finally the the old decaying corpse of Wayne Rooney, who's still somehow <laughs> s- still playing soccer. Uh, we got him back. Uh, finally, and he he looked. Yeah, he's, he's doing okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised that he had, he still had any left in the tank. Um, and you know, it was, it was special when he scored his first goal for Everton. But like after that, I mean, our, he's got a bit off the, yeah, off the yeah, he has, he has. And I don't know. It's, we're, we just look slow. We look slower than every other team we yeah. play and they get, people get behind us all the time. The back line isn't, isn't, isn't great. Yeah. I think Rooney in particular needs to be he needs to be used a bit more sporadically next season. I hope so. I hope so. I think that's that would be the smart thing to do. But I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I don't know what we do with our manager. I don't know what we do with, with our roster. We've got a lot of. He needs to go. He's a, he, do, he doesn't care. If you look, if you go on, if you go on Twitter and stuff, and have a look at some of the stuff he's been saying, he's, he's just not. He's yeah, not bothered. Yeah. He, he knows. He knows the fans don't like him. He, know, he knows. I don't, I don't know if you know that much about Sam Allardyce, but he's basically just he's there when, when a team's in trouble. A, a team like if they're going to get relegated, a team brings bring brings him in and he yeah. plays awful football, but gets gets some results and get, get, gets you safe. <laughs> which is basically what's happened. Yeah. But now he's just he hasn't took it to that. He, he got us safe, and he's just not. He's not took it to that next level now. And now we're just playing awful football. Right. And we've just kind of right. been. In limbo, really. So he needs. To, he, he does need to it's, go. Well, it's been. It, it's well, gonna be if they do end up sacking him. It's gonna be three managers in four or five seasons. Um, I can't. It's. I mean, there's there's a lot of turnover there. It's not great. Yeah, but yeah, it's about yeah, it's five. Yeah, it's five. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so that's that's our requisite. That's our requisite catching up on Everton. Um, but it's it's good to hear you're doing good. I I'm very jealous of of the fact that you you won saw what w- was ended up being a very bad match in Everton Liverpool, and then you know yeah. hopefully went and saw a pretty damn good show. So 
So that's pretty. I sweet. bet you must have got quite early for that, though. Yeah, yeah. Over here, like those those start at seven thirty in the morning. So oh it's it's tough. It's tough. That been, it would have been it would have been six thirty your time, yep. wouldn't it? That one. Yeah, that one. I remember that one was early. I got the notification on my phone saying like, "Hey, yeah, they they just they just kicked off and." I was is like, it quite easy to um, is it quite easy, easy to watch the Premier League games over there? It isn't. It isn't. So this is something that is it, it kind of works internationally because I'm a big like I'm a big American football fan and I talk to people from Europe who try to watch NFL games and it's kind of the same way. Yeah, it depends on the TV package you have. So NBC Sports is the company that owns pretty much the. Uh, distribution rights to the Premier League here in the States. And what they do, mm. what they used to do is anyone who had the NBC Sports package would get access to, I think they just called it extra, like Premier League extra or something. And you could sign in on a website and then pretty much just watch your team, no matter what they were. This, that's, that's really good. It's really bad. good. So, of course, they changed it and made it so that now you have to pay $15 a month in addition. Like, they'll still air some of them on TV, but if your team isn't on TV, you're... That's not bad, no. though. That's really good to, to compare to what, what we get. That's pretty true. I, I, I love that. Cause it's just, it, was, um, it used really to be free, to so I'm, I'm a little bit salty about it. It's it's not the best. Yeah. Um. Anyway... I, I, I have I have uh, assorted so so the, the structure of this show. If you're listening to this for the first time, coming from state your case, uh, the structure of this show is pretty much a weird ass interview um, that uh, that kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Hopefully, uh, so I have I have prepared a few questions that I think we can riff on a little bit. My first is is kind of a softball. Uh, and you know, not to, not to stereotype the entirety of the United Kingdom, uh, because, you know, I'm sure you get enough of that, but, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about James Bond and who you think would be like the best next James Bond. I don't think you could, you could I don't think you could ask me a better question. I, um, I, I love him. I, oh my I've God. Yeah. Single film, so. My, my childhood group, group, my childhood so, yeah, is who, him. Who do you want next? So, well, do you know, uh, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, you've got the controversial option. You've got the controversial yeah, option of Richard yep. Elba, and then you've got mm-hmm. you've got Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, I think, would be would be the Tom easy Hillstone, one, who, right? Like everyone would watch it. It would yeah. be. I feel like that that would just kind of be very similar to Daniel Craig, a little bit. You know, that kind of just grizzled. Yeah, it depends. It depends what. What, what what route they want to take, but there's also Tom Hillstone is also a front runner. Would, I didn't so, I didn't hear about that. That would be amazing. That'd be super cool. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's rumored, but I think out of those three, I definitely I definitely have Tom Hillstone. I think um, that's no that that's really good. I I don't. I mean, I only really know him from playing those very suave villains, right? Like I I, I think I know him best as Loki. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. to kind of see him cracking wise as James Bond would be would be kind of a trip. He's also not as, I mean, not as big as most of the other James Bonds we've seen. 
No, but that, but that, Daniel Craig wasn't that's, really. He wasn't. He wasn't that massive. He'd only been in like Layer Cake oh, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, in Layer Cake, he. I mean, he, I think he put on some muscle for James Bond, but like in Layer Cake, he. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. A, that's a good good point. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see Idris Elba there. There was also, oh, geez, who was it? There, there was uh, speculation that uh, that they might give it to a woman, um, and I can't remember who who came out. Oh, it was Emily Blunt. It was Emily Blunt. There was an Esquire article about this, about how Emily Blunt should be the next James Bond, and I was like, I, I would, I'd be down with that completely. Not that I'd, I mean. I just think that it'd be awesome to see that kind of change for the for the franchise. Personally, I'd love I'd love to see them play with it. It would, but it would, but it's like those those films are based on a on a on a book character. And that that's book true. Character and so that's true. That's very true. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I didn't even like. That's like that's like saying okay, we're gonna we're gonna recast Han Solo <laughs> as as a woman. Yeah. Or, well, so you know I mean? well, so this is this is something to think about because I. I've always been of the mind that James Bond, and maybe maybe this is like you're you're going to be able to argue circles around me on this because I th- I feel like James Bond is kind of like a superhero name, kind of like Batman or whatever, in that like yeah. it can pretty much go to anybody. Yeah. Um, but I guess they in Skyfall they kind of disproved that right because you see the the graves of his parents. And it's like a blah 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 bond, blah 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 bond. So yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Hmm. I still, I still think Tom Hiddleston. You've just like I'm, I'm all. <laughs> I just, I just think he's, it just, I just think he's so, he's so. Um, It'd be perfect. Charming and suave. I just think he yeah. fit it perfectly. I, I um, you just said that instantly, and that's re- really all I've been picturing. So, so my mind is kind of scrambled a little bit. And I think he go he goes I think he go, he also goes back to the mold of like of Sean Connery and Sean Connery was all my, yeah. always my best yeah my favorite for sure um, for sure Bond, yeah so. no that's I that is a very a very good point I think yeah, I don't know I I feel like a lot of people are looking for a return to that kind of playful James Bond like the playful era of James Bond movies right. Yeah, but you know what? People are never happy because they kind of went down that that road with, with Spectre. And, yeah, and everyone. I love and I loved that. Not, movie. not many people I liked that it. Movie. Not, I thought it was great. Yeah, I did. I thought I thought it was re- really good. But I mean, critics yeah, didn't really I, mean, like I don't it know, man. I, I I thought Skyfall was cool. I didn't really like Quantum of Solace. I I don't know. I no. I, I feel I felt like Spectre was everything I, I agree, kind of yeah. wanted it to be. And it's it's a shame that that was kind of like Daniel Craig's last one. He was like, this is because I wanted to see more of him kind of doing that, you know? Well, oh, no, he, he is? Do, I thought that was one his last more, one. And that's it, isn't it? No, okay. it's going to be one, okay. and that's it. Fair. And then, and, and and then, then Tom Hiddleston, it. hopefully. <laughs> I'd be... Yeah, but I think I think we all, we all know yeah. it's probably going to be Tom Hardy. Yeah, he gets cast and everything, doesn't he? fair i i don't know i don't i don't i don't love i I just don't love that um i hope i hope they make him just charming and not i i I have trouble thinking of tom hardy as anything other than really grizzled and gruff and talking in like a mad max voice yeah i think i think it depends i think it depends whether they're gonna 
uh, reboot it again. If they're going to reboot it, I sure. think Tommy Nielsen would be the better choice. If they're going to carry on carry on this story arc that they've got going on now, then yeah. they should probably cast Tom Hardy. But it depends what what, what the producers are going to t- what what road see, they want to take. And it seems like everything really. is like you can read interviews. A lot of this is still way up in the air too. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm very interested because this this oh, conversation yeah, has been going on for years, and we're no like. We don't know anything new <laughs> at all. Well I, well, I think I think it's because the, the producers and, and the director they they all want Daniel Craig to stay, and they're offering him buckets, buckets and buckets of money. But like he's 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 done some interviews and said like, yeah, no, well, he didn't want, no, didn't want to mean, do it I, anymore, isn't he? I don't blame him. I guess it's he's been doing the same thing for years and years and years. And I bet as an actor, it's hard to get a, another job. Like, it's hard to be in another movie if you're James Bond. Like, cause, cause when, when you're, I guess when you're being cast for it, when the director sees you, you have to know that the first thing they're going to see, the audience is going to see when you're up on the screen is, oh yeah, that's James Bond. Not, not whatever this other character is. So that makes a lot of sense too. Uh, my second question for you. Um, is a little yeah. bit more off the rails. Uh, so, if you had a gigantic outdoor pool and someone said that I will fill this with anything you want Sophia. for free, what would you have them fill your outdoor pool with? It'd be buckets of, buckets of money, isn't it? Right. That's what I was going to say is, is you have to, is you do the Scrooge McDuck thing, right? And, and try and dive into it. But like, I mean, so so here's the next question is, would you be able to resist the urge of trying to jump in knowing that you would probably break your leg because, yeah. uh, what, you're <laughs> you know, a pool pool that money? you're pretty much jumping into a big pile yeah, of metal. Yeah, 100% do it. Yeah, why not? You get a new, just get a new leg, mate. Even, yeah, even, well, I guess I guess if you do break your leg, you, you can pay for it. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You, you can do what there you want. Go. That's fair. That's fair. Become become an android. Pay for pay for the <laughs> pay for the yeah. That's I didn't even think about that. I was like, yeah, the easy answer is buckets and buckets of money. But the problem with that is that you'll want to jump in and then you'll like you'll break yourself because I don't know it's full of money and that's not very soft to land on. But I forgot that you still have all that money to spend so you can no one no one cares what you can do yeah. whatever you want if you have a swimming pool full of money that will, I guess that will the, numb the that will numb the pain i think <laughs> it will yes very much very much so that's that's very fair that was a that was a quick one okay so you what, said you're a music was, what, fan yeah go on yeah go on. oh i was going to say mine i mean i was originally going to say jello just cuz like I kind of want to swim in a swimming pool full of jello like once, but I feel like that would get disgusting. And I think your answer is the, I think your answer is the correct one. It'd be smelly, gross, and disgusting. And it wouldn't last probably that long. And plus, you could buy all the jello you want anyway. You could get all the money and then build your own swimming pool full of jello. Yeah, you you get the. (laughs) You you take the, the, the thing is, you take the money out of the swimming pool. And then, and then use it jello. to buy a bunch of Jello. Yeah, there you go. And you, you, you won't even have to do it. You can just pay someone to do it for you. The, yeah, and you can. My God, you can set it up so it like refills every single day. Have someone clean it, and you just have a swimming pool full of Jello. 
Yeah, I, a win-win situation, mate. That's true. That's that's true. This is like I gave you the thing of like you 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 wish for you know infinite wishes. I gave you the genie lamp and you wished for infinite wishes, which is always which is always a smart play. <laughs> this is this is probably the question I'm I'm most excited for, um, and I'll cool. I'll do this too. Uh, I. So the last week of this, um, of this show, uh, the host asked his guest, uh, for top five albums. Uh, like if you were on a desert island, like top five desert island albums. Uh, I thought it would be more interesting, uh, to ask you if you had the power to erase five songs from human history as if they had never been written, which five songs would you do? What, like, so you're saying that like, songs that are so bad they just need to disappear? Yeah, songs songs that are so bad that you would you never want to hear them again. You wish they had never been written. I am giving you the power to erase five songs from the whole of human existence. I think I can. I'll I'll, I'll say mine. One of my number ones, and it it, it sucks because it's an okay song. Like I don't have anything against the song, but I go to enough. Uh, sports events that I I am so sick of Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes that would probably be on my list I just like I would love to never have to hear that song again yeah I got what you're saying it's it's those I think it's those songs it's just the overplayed ones you always you, you, you always you will yeah yeah you always hear it out um I think Top Loader Dance in the Moonlight needs to do one. Oh yeah, yeah. Dang. That's that's a really good pick. That's so annoying. I haven't even thought about that song in so long. I guess maybe we don't, it doesn't play as much over here, but that is that is a very very annoying song. It it just yeah, it got really overplayed over here and <laughs> Do they play it at, at sporting events? Okay. No, okay. But like it's 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 always on the radio. That's I think fair. I only listen to stuff that I like. I'm a bit. I'm a bit of a music snob, so I I I, I, I I don't listen to like the mainstream radio stations mm-hmm. or anything like that. So it's hard. It's hard for me to pick. That's that's fair. Um, so so my roommate, uh, my roommate Ray, he does a lot of like he hosts karaoke nights, and he like he owns a car. He drives a lot, and like just listens to the the radio here in Chicago. So he like. Whenever he comes back after a shift, it's after like every every single drunk person there wants to wants to sing <laughs> I Wanna Dance right. with Somebody by Whitney Houston, which is a fine song. Like I don't I don't have anything yeah. against that song, but hosting karaoke has ruined that song for Ray. He is he does not ever want to hear it again. If he hears it on the radio, he has to turn the radio off. Um the same thing happens around uh, the holidays with uh, another person who works at that bar and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Uh, she will literally, like, if anyone puts it on the jukebox, she will, like, unplug the jukebox or, like, skip the song. Yeah, I, I, I love Christmas songs, so like, they don't bother me, really. But what, what I will say is, one that annoys me quite a bit, is Abba, Mamma Mia. Oh, God, that I hate it. Ha- yes, that, uh, thank yeah. you. 
They're making a awful. sequel to that movie. Also, are they? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, also, the one from Dirty Dancing. Oh, um, oh my God. Which, and it's always, it's always on at weddings. Uh, not Maniac. Uh, or is it Maniac? I've, I've, it's, uh, no, it's I've had the time. Oh, yes, life. yes. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You can, you could put a lot of those songs from like, like wedding classics. You could put a lot of those on that list. Like the ones that, what? I don't know, like We Are Family could go on there. Yeah. A lot of people answer this question. It's, it's really unfair. But a lot of people say Mr. Brightside. I don't know, man. But I don't hate that song. Where, 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 it, well, I don't know if it's the same over there, but over here, if you go to any club or bar night, you, you will hear it. But it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me because like, I think when you're drunk, it's, I just think it's brilliant. <laughs> it's like the perfect drunk yeah. song. And it gets everyone's yeah. happy, but a lot of people it gets I think, press. I think that the the good thing about Mr. Brightside, and and actually this kind of tracks with a lot of the Killers' other songs too, is that if you if it is being overplayed, like if you hear it all the time, it kind of fades into the background a little bit. You just like, oh yeah, this is Mr. Brightside, and then you kind of forget that it's playing a little bit. It's not like hmm. that doesn't matter really. Over here, see, if you're if you're if you're out, yeah, if you're, out, it is. It I I go so far as to say over here, it's the bit the biggest floor filler. Really, place. dang. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not a bad. Um, again, it's not a bad song to dance to. You got the, you got the uh, like coming out of my cage and I'm doing just fine. I I guess yeah. As soon as that comes on, everyone's on the floor. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't know there was that much of a of a backlash against it though over here the killers are pretty like inoffensive i don't know anyone it's just, who really it's hates just that, it. it's just that song really okay it, i don't think yeah it's, it's just overplay over, over on my talk it's the same with um blur oh sure yeah yeah i will say i haven't heard it like out and about i don't think i've heard song two in maybe a year or two it's crazy but I mean, give, give, give me give me all that stuff any day ahead of listening to bloody Pitbull. God, yeah, Mister Mister Worldwide, he's doing yo any day. He's doing. He's always on that. He's always on that out, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, he could be because he's on every single song. He like I don't know when was the last time he released an album of his own. He j- I think he just does features now, which you know. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Just, if yeah, you can make a career cool. doing doing that, more power to you, I guess. But. He's so he's um, it's this is really funny to me. So Pitbull, for someone who's completely talentless, he's he's done pretty well. Yeah, that's listen. That's and that's the dream, right? That is the dream to not have talent in in something and be able to make a career doing it. Yeah, basically. Uh, He's hosting this this music festival in a very like upper class not diverse at all uh suburb of chicago uh and it's just like pit bulls hosting this music festival here and it's about the dumbest weirdest thing i have ever seen it's not like it's not like cuban music it's not anything to do with Mm. like his roots as an artist or anything i think it's just pitbull wanted to have his own music festival and just threw a dart 
it a map and just that's where it landed. It's the most. So I think I think you're not going then. No, I don't think so. I think I'm going to skip that one actually. <laughs> <laughs> God, that'll be hell. Wonderful. Hey there, Sam. Not to interrupt, but uh, real quick, I wanted to jump in here to do a real quick hi, mom portion. Um, because we, uh, are actually, uh, we've got some, uh, some cool info here for you guys. We've got some cool little advertisements as, uh, some might say. Uh, our first sponsor this week is Lyft. Lyft launched the original concept of rideshare in 2012. Uh, the idea behind Lyft and other rideshare companies is to provide a more technically advanced, cheaper alternative to taxi services, as well as to make the ride more personal by enabling you to know who it is you'll be trusting to drive you from point A to point B. So listeners of this show can get $5 off their first ride uh, if they just use promo code PENPAL. Uh, no spaces, just all one word, right? Um, so use code pen pal for five dollars off your first ride for passengers and if you want to sign up as a driver uh there is actually a signing bonus if you use this promo code you can earn uh over a hundred uh, a little over three hundred dollars um extra on in your first 30 days depending on how many uh rides you give if you use promo code pen pal uh the other thing that i'd like to talk to you about is blue apron uh, if you've listened to the other shows this week, you'll know that we have uh, that we've been talking about Blue Apron all week. We literally got Lyft the night before I recorded this ad, so I'm I think this is probably going to be the only one uh, this week that has it. But let's talk about Blue Apron. The nice thing about uh, Blue Apron is that you get to choose from a variety of chef-designed step-by-step recipes every week. Get fresh seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. Enjoy delicious, unforgettable meals cooked from scratch with Blue Apron's uniquely integrated model, meaning that you get better ingredients, better pricing, and a better planet for all of us. Um, And so for the next six weeks, Blue Apron is teaming up with Airbnb to bring you the best home cooking from around the world. Each week, our menu will feature a recipe developed with a local chef who hosts an Airbnb experience, such as like a pasta making class in Tuscany or a market tour in Tokyo. Uh, And so from April 16th through May 21st, Blue Apron customers can take their taste buds on a journey around the world, choosing from recipes that were uh, inspired by local Airbnb experiences hosts uh, in Paris, Florence, Mexico City, Buenos Aires, uh, Tokyo, and Shanghai. The recipes, which include uh, chicken tinga tostadas, oh my god, that sounds so good, uh, coming from Mexico City, and then steak frites from Paris, uh, or Paris, were designed in collaboration with some of the most highly rated culinary experts who host an experience on Airbnb. Um, so, for the for this next coming week, the menu option for this kind of special promo crossover thing that we've got going on um, is the Florentine roast pork and salsa verde with sautéed vegetables. Ooh, that sounds a real good. Uh, and that's from uh, Florence, Italy. Um, and the one from the week after will be the Mexico City chicken tinga tostadas. Oh my God. With avocado and refried beans. Holy shit. That was what we were just talking about. Oh my God. Okay. So look, I'm getting ahead of myself here, guys. Uh, but I just want to point out that the week after that, the first week of May, is the Buenos Aires beef empanadas with roasted sweet potatoes and creamy zucchini. I'm not even a fan of zucchini, but that sounds amazing. Um, 
Man, yeah. So these six weeks are going to be pretty buck wild, if you ask me. Uh, so just go to bit.ly slash snapron to get $60 off your first six weeks for this special team up event. Once again, that's bit.ly, that's bit.ly slash SN, as in Scavengers Network, apron. Bit.ly snapron. Blue apron, a better way to cook. And real quick, before we get back into the show, I just wanted to say a real quick thank you to all the hosts here on the Scavengers Network. Uh, Sam, thank you for kind of rounding out the week here for us, and thank you to everybody for participating. This has been an absolute blast. It's been uh, really fun to sit down and talk with everyone um, you know, in our little private chats and stuff like that, and uh, group chats, rather, and talk about what an experience this was and how fun it was to just sort of switch around. And, you know, it is kind of um, a daunting experience sometimes jumping into a format and a formula that is not yours. Um, but I think everyone really just took to it. I think, you know, we, we really have a respect for each other's craft and it's just really fun to work with, with the people that we work with. Um, I couldn't ask for, for better co-hosts across the board. Um, so, uh, just like I said, thank you so much to everyone here on the Scavengers Network, and thank you to all of you guys for listening. Uh, starting next week, we'll be back to our regular, regularly scheduled programming, or our regular scheduled hosts, I guess, is probably the best way of putting it. Um, and so, yep, that pretty much sums it all up. So thank you, Lyft, thank you, Blue Apron, and thank you, Scavengers Network. Once again, this is Colin Parker, and I'm going to see you guys on the next episode of The Bad Pen Pal, um, which will air, uh, you know, we're, because of how soon this is to the next episode, I think we're just going to skip um, this coming Tuesday, because I feel like that would be a little crazy to have an episode come out on Saturday and then have an episode come out on Tuesday. Um, so instead of having an episode come out on the 17th, our next episode of The Bad Pen Pal will come to you on May 1st. Um, so kind of a kind of a little weird schedule here, but um, you know, this episode basically is just airing a little early. Um, and like I said, we'll have the next episode for you on May 1st. We'll see you then. Thanks. So uh, getting back to how we met, right? So we met both traveling uh, in Barcelona. I was doing this whole kind of trip through Europe because I had never been. Um, do you still like... Which I am, I'm doing myself in August as well. Nice. That's awesome. Where are you going? Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't planned the countries out yet, but I'm going for three weeks. Okay. Um, did you do Interrail when you went? No, I didn't. I, um, I was going too far. It was because uh, I was going... I, I took the train from Barcelona uh, over to Paris and then Paris to London. And that was like my big train trip. Um, yeah. But I was going like – the route really didn't make sense that I was taking to do the uh, Eurail. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what, that's what I'm going to do that's, anyway. That's so. so smart. I haven't I – haven't so, definitely, definitely Paris. Um, I, I'm not sure about Barcelona, but I want to go to like stop in Croatia, Italy, Budapest. I've heard so I need to um I need to get up I need to get organized really but I've got a few Yeah, oh yeah. And and I mean that's the thing, is when you're over there it's a lot easier than over here where it's you're hopping on a train and like and you know, we have to kind of do flights and stuff. So But yeah, I mm. mean if if you get the pass, that's the really cool thing about getting that pass is you can just go. 
and yeah, so figure it out. Well. Yeah, that's the thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, so that, that kind of brings me to the next question I was going to do is like, if you had to move out of the UK, uh, like right now, what would be like your top choice of another city or country to move to? Or anywhere in the world, or yeah, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. Right now, probably, probably, probably a, a big city in the mm-hmm. in the states, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. It's I mean, that's the thing is it's just 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 to say yeah. you've done it. I think that I think it, I think that question would vary for each person you ask, depending on how old they were. Like I think if you ask me, if you ask me again in ten, five, ten years time, I'd say I want to be. Just on a sure. beach somewhere, just in the in the bar or something, just running me over like one bar absolutely. or something. The, the west coast of Mexico somewhere. I think, yeah, right now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that that's the. Yeah. I remember because when I when I traveled to London after I was in Barcelona, I was very surprised at how. I mean, just cause I'd never been before. It it everything kind of felt very familiar. Um. Well, in London, in London, in London, but I did travel, like, I traveled to some of the small towns, uh, around England, like, for a little bit. And, and it wasn't, I mean, maybe it was because everyone there for the first time in, like, a month was speaking the same language I was speaking, but everything just seemed a little bit more yeah. familiar. So I, I, I can imagine the culture shock wouldn't be as, as huge, uh, if you're going from the UK to, you know, to the, to the States. Um, and you know, big mm. cities are nice. I mean, it's 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 on it's on my to do list anyway. For sure, to, just to go over there because I've always wanted to. I've always been a, yeah. always been like a yeah. Listen, it, so. go, come come on, you got a you got a couch to crash on, free drinks in uh <sighs> free drinks in Chicago. So <laughs> if you ever if you ever make it out this sorted. way, for sure, yeah, sorted. I'll check the uh, flights. Yeah, yeah, just gotta gotta line that up. Um, my next question, I got I got two more for you. If you could reboot one TV show, movie, video game series, I guess like comic book series, any kind of media property from like when you were a kid and bring that back, what would it be? Or like do a – maybe not a series. Like if, if there's a movie that you would want to do a yeah, sequel to. I'm just trying to think. Because yeah. the, the problem is half of the stuff – Half the films I I enjoyed growing up have already been rebooted anyway, and, and they've done so, a terrible job of most of them, m- m- right? M- most mo- mostly by Harrison Ford. Yeah, um, yeah, huh. for sure. God, Indiana in, in Jones Four. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Um, and they're doing another one, right? Like, there's going to be another one. Yeah, I don't know. If that's going to work. Yeah, probably. Not. Um, I think maybe maybe a game, maybe like they. Like one of my favorite games growing up was Tomb Raider, and that was they've done they did a really good job of rebooting mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. My second favorite game growing up was San Andreas. So oh yeah, that. do do like an HD version of of GTA San Andreas. Yeah, people have been asking for that. Yeah. It's and it's weird that they haven't done it yet because it was just so cool. Yeah, no, they haven't. It it's, it it sells it sells so many really? copies. Well, especially like because people are still playing Grand Theft Auto Five, aren't they? And yeah. if you if you like add an on some sort of online component to San Andreas, are you kidding me? That game was beautiful. It, the map was so big. It, it was. It was brilliant. One of my favorites. I'll say. I'll say that mine is almost definitely Space Jam. I need them to make a sequel to Space Jam. Very very badly. Mm. 
I don't care if it's good or not. I just need them to. What Michael Jordan though? I so no. I don't think I do. I think Michael Jordan had Space Jam one, and we need to give Space Jam two to like LeBron James or or I mean, it doesn't even need to be basketball. Yeah, it could be another sport. It could be baseball. I don't. They could do it with Aaron Judge or you know, soccer. Could give it. Could give it to Zlatan. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty wild actually. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> like space what, goals yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I'd watch that. I could watch him all yeah. day. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I so so how do you feel about him going to the MLS and doing the and doing the whole like European player retirement plan of, you know, you're over the hill and now you're going to play in America for a while. <laughs> I, I I know if it was me, that's what I would do. Absolutely, so. yeah, for sure. I mean, we all love him already. Like even people who don't like uh, the LA Galaxy are super great, excited yeah. about about having him over here. So that's his interviews are so funny. Mm-hmm. He always comes out with something. Yeah, he's so like in his announcements were so. If you haven't if you haven't seen his, like he took out a big page ad in LA. Uh, that pretty much just said you're welcome. Uh, for yeah, <laughs> it's really, really good. He's he's really leaning into the whole thing, I, and I love it so much. Because that's the that's kind of the the thing about uh, American soccer right now and the MLS is we don't have like not really since Landon Donovan, we haven't had like this huge. We don't have those big personalities, right? And maybe that's because people aren't really paying that much attention to the sport. Um, but do you mean um, the, the American team or um, the, league, the league? The league itself. Like we've got personalities on the U.S. men's national team for sure, but that's because a lot of them play yeah. overseas, um, right? A lot of them, a lot of them retired yeah. last season, didn't they? You know, Perlo, yep. he, he retired, yep. hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, retired now. Mm-hmm. Gerard. It's going to be tough, and so. and yeah, for some reason Graham Zusi is still on the team. So you know that's that's always fun. <laughs> uh, got to bring got to bring it back to sad soccer. So you got you you are you a galaxy uh, fan then? Are you? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I it's it's very sad to talk about the you the state of U.S. soccer in a year in which we're missing the World Cup. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, that's a shame. I I really enjoyed watching them in. Um, it was yeah, 20, it was twenty fourteen. I remember well. we we had gotten knocked out by the time I was in Barcelona that year, but I remember watching uh, yeah. some of the USA games in. Uh, no, I was really I was really rooting for you guys. I, I really enjoyed watching them, and um, I watched I watched the. They did a tournament the year before. I think it was a Confederation yeah, Cup. Yeah, Gold Cup. Won, I was they? at that game. Was the, I was at called? that game. It was in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was such a good, good tournament, even though it wasn't like that. Um, no. High profile, no, but, but yeah, it's that's a shame. Thing, really, like what happened? I mean, well, what happened is we fired Klinsman, and then everything went went to hell. But yeah, but I don't know, man. The problem is, it's not. It's not. It's because it's. It's not. Um, it's not a big sport, is it? Most people want to go up playing. Um, it's mm-hmm. American football, or ice hockey, yeah. or basketball. Baseball. Yeah, and or even baseball. baseball, it's not as big here as it is like 
most most of our best players all come from like Japan or the Dominican Republic. It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean the the big shot dude right now, Shohei Otani, who's like lighting the world on fire because he can both pitch and bat really well, is I mean is Japanese. Like he came from um the uh Japan's national like baseball leagues and it's just it's it's odd because so that's the thing is when we have like this homegrown talent they don't stick around here to play which makes it hard for the MLS and for like scouting programs and like for talent to develop in that way right because Soccer is growing over here. Like, we've got a lot of people like me who pay attention to the Premier League and, like, play FIFA and pay attention to all that stuff. But most of them want to follow, like, the highest levels of the sport, right? So they'll follow the Premier League. They'll follow the Champions League. They'll Mm. follow, I mean, Serie A. They'll follow La Liga. And if they, you know, like watching six goals in a game, they'll follow Liga MX, right? It's it's tough. I think it helps that the MLS is like expanding. A whole bunch of cities just got teams, and that's exciting. But you know, I think as, I think as well now because because it's so easy for for, for you guys yeah, to yeah. come over here or for us to go over there and watch you. Like I mean. Uh, the, the amount of times I go, I go to watch Everton and like, I, mm-hmm. I sit next to a guy from the States or like someone, someone from another country, it's, it's, it's so, it's so yeah. accessible now. Yeah. I think, I, that plays I think a it's, too. it's just, it's a shame that now that soccer is, I mean, is, is getting a lot more popular with young people in the US, it sucks that our men's national team is not very good at all, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's, the timing doesn't work out, which is why a lot of people are saying like this is going to set the sport back a decade because everyone's excited. Well, it, well, it, it, well, it probably will because the thing is with national yeah. teams they tend they, yep. tend they tend to fluctuate quite a lot. Um, so it's tough. That's yeah, probably no, what, what, what happened. But I don't, I, uh, yeah, this is this has been <laughs> this has been. I hope you enjoyed this special soccer themed episode of Bad Pen Pal. Uh, I, I have one more question for you and then we'll, we'll take this home. And this is a, this is a quick hitter. All right. Would you rather pilot a giant fighting robot? Like, you know, from like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or something or ride a dragon from Game of Thrones? Dragon. Dragon. All right. Why? It's more cooler than it. See, that's, I think that's. It's a dragon, mate. I don't know, but the other one's a fighting robot, and it probably has like a laser sword. I, it can't fly, but. Maybe it's. Yeah, but it's good. I'm, I'm yeah, definitely it, more sci fi than fantasy. Is, is, is Daenerys going to be more impressed if you turn up in a, in a giant robot or a, a dragon? Like, I mean, come on. Oh, well. <laughs> to be fair, I, I actually don't know the answer to that. So, how, I guess this is the real question, is how would Daenerys Targaryen react if you just rolled up on her with a giant fighting robot? <laughs> I mean... I mean, I guess the dragon would win the fight, right? Like, the dragon would, would beat the robot in a fight, because it would just, like, burn burn it to a crisp. Yeah. So, that's fair. And I guess... 
I guess, yeah, Daenerys would probably be more impressed with the dragon just because she has a frame of reference for that. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. It's okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Good point. Good point <laughs> all around. Uh, okay. So, and this is, this is how we always close Bad Pen Pal. And this is, this is kind of my favorite part of the show. Uh, every week, the previous guest leaves a question for the current guest. Uh, this week, uh, that question comes from Julie Roberts. And what she asks is, do you believe in ghosts? And if so, what are they like? I do, yeah. Do you? Okay. I can't, I can't tell you what they're like from the met one, though. Mm. So have you ever had, like, I don't, maybe, maybe you didn't meet a ghost, but did you, have you had, like, a paranormal experience that you were like, oh, yeah, I was probably a ghost or something? Not, not ghosts, okay. but, um, like, UFOs and stuff, yeah. Nice. That's super cool. Can, can you, like, can you, like, tell us about it, like, real, real quick? Yeah, well, there's a couple, actually. Okay. There's, there was one, um, I don't remember it properly, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, my man took me out uh, in my posture. I must have been like three, two or three or something. And uh, the dog was with us. Um, we were walking past these fields, and there was just this, this weird like looking light in the sky, apparently. And the dog got like dead freaked out. And like, my man was that scared. She's like, right, we're off. <laughs> and then last... Couple, couple, couple of um, couple of years ago, we were down down in the I was down camping, and it's it's a place called uh, Pembrokeshire. It's it's in the middle of nowhere in okay. Wales. Um, and we we were driving back to this dark lane at, at night, and there was no one else around whatsoever, and we just seen the, this weirdest green looking light in the sky you you ever seen, and we just we could not explain what it was. You know, we just see something, and you just like. I don't, I don't yeah. know what that is because it ain't. It ain't it, a plane. It's not a plane. It's not a weather balloon. It's the, just this giant green light in the sky, and you yeah. all saw it yeah. too. That's that's wild. Yeah, well, all three of us were like, "That's all three of us like, <laughs> don't know what that is." <laughs> yeah, it, was, it creeped me out. A bit. Fair, fair. I so yeah, I'm I I I believe that you know we're not alone out there. I believe that there are aliens like somewhere. Um, I don't know if they've made contact with us, but I, I, I kind of personally, yeah. I have the same views on aliens that I do on ghosts is that they're, they're probably out there. And if they are, they're probably more, uh, like pranksters than anything else, right? Like they, they will mm. move your glasses from your table, like from your kitchen table to your desk drawer <laughs> and like, and you will think that you just forgot about your glasses and you like didn't put them on the table, but no, really, that was a ghost playing a yeah. prank on you. I have that or your mates yeah. sneaking into. I have that or your mates sneaking into your house when you're working, shifting stuff. Yeah, out. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, that is that's like my I don't know. That's my grand opinion on ghosts and, and the paranormal is that they is that they spend their time doing very mundane things so that they don't get found out. I think it's the. I think it's kind of it goes against ghost code to be too obvious about things, or at least I assume. Yeah, which, funnily enough, I just I just moved. Uh, I just got a new apartment, <laughs> and I've just moved in across the road. I'll I'll, I'll send you a picture later on Facebook. It's the the, the creep. It's the creepiest looking. I don't literally across the road from it. It's creep, creepiest looking old hospital you, you, you've you've ever seen. I don't know, apparently it's really okay. Haunted. 
But I mean, so, so far, please keep in touch and, and let us know if you get like, you know, torn to shreds by a hospital ghost or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really awesome. Nice. Okay. So uh, now would be the time for you to select a question to pass on to the next guest. Okay. Um, what would you rather have? Fingers as long as your legs, or legs as long as your fingers. Oh my god, that is that's horrifying. That's horrifying. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it's got to be it's got to be fingers, right? It's got to be fingers. Yeah, but you couldn't pick anything off. No. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I guess. Well, <laughs> you'd have to just like pinch everything, right? I guess it. Well, I guess if your legs are as long as your, fi- your fingers, you can kind of walk on your arms. <laughs> Yeah, this is so. a tough one. This is really tough. I don't know where I land on that. That's wonderful. I'm very excited <laughs> to hear the next episode and where they go with that. <laughs> wonderful. All right. Well, uh, my name's Sam. That's going to do it for us here on Bad Pen Pal. Uh, thanks again to our guest, Luke, for coming on the show, being our first international guest. Thank you so much. Uh, and again, big thanks to the Scavengers Network uh, for having uh, myself on the network. I normally host a podcast called State Your Case. It is a podcast where we go through all 50 states in the United States of America and then decide whether or not we want to keep them pretty much. <laughs> so if that sounds like it's up your alley, if that sounds like it's up your alley, go check us out. We're, we're there wherever podcasts can be found. Um, if you aren't already subscribed to Bad Pen Pal, please do. It's friggin' awesome. And while you're at it, check out the other shows on the network. Spooky Spouses is great. I talk about them every week. Historical Hotties is really good. Um, but I want to save a special shout out for EQ&A, which is our newest show on the podcast. It's run by Loyola University out of New Orleans. And it's these interviews with people from the music industry, people from the entertainment industry. They had uh, a producer, like the executive producer for the Vans Warped Tour on. They had Tank from Tank and the Bangas on. It's all super, super interesting, super entertaining, and super informative. So definitely go check that out. Um, and once again, thank you so much for joining us here on The Bad Pen Pal. I'm Sam Grezes. That was Luke. And we'll write you back soon. Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply to our own career paths as we make our mark in this world. So join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now.